And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Hello and welcome to an emergency session of Two True Freaks 5-Minute Freak. I'm Chris Honeywell. I am here with four other gentlemen who I could wrangle in at the last second, at the seconds after the new Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens trailer has dropped into the eager pause of the internet. So I've got Chris Tyler, the hair metal hero. Oh my god, X-Wings. Long time no see, Dave Atterbury. What's up, my fellow Star Wars nerds? I've got Jason Giaconetti from the Vault of Startling Monster Horror Tales of Terror. Hey, what's up? And Scott McGregor from Next Door. Yeah, in my own studio. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's literally like, he's I'm pointing my arm right down. now, and he's like, 30 feet away from my arm right now. 
We're waving. Yep. <laughs> Have fun storming the castle. His, his sound is traveling 17,000 miles to get into my speaker right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, we have just seen, they've just dropped the Star Wars trailer onto the, and, and of course, I imagine we've all seen it multiple times now. Scrolled through it a few times. You know, one or 20. Yeah. Something like that. I actually did one with my eyes closed so I could absorb the music better. <laughs> same, same. Yeah. Okay, so I basically, I, I think I'm going to try and keep it. We got a couple more people who may show up. In, in, during this, uh, and I will, uh, I won't say who they are in case they don't show up, and then we'll pop them in. But for now, I'm just gonna go along the the list I see on my Skype thing and and get your first like five minute reaction on it. Starting with the hair metal hero. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it still isn't telling me a ton about the story, but I don't care because you know what? It, it'll be good to have some surprises. It's it looks and feels and sounds like Star Wars to me. Um, <laughs> I, this how do you how do you quantify this right now? It's still just all images and sound without any sort of narrative at the moment. Has your boner gone uh, down yet? Uh, <laughs> I have priapism. <laughs> so I have Star Wars priapism. Four so hours I, of that, you got to call a doctor. No, you just have sex again. Right. Um, at least a medical droid. <laughs> 21B will not be anywhere near my junk. Uh, <laughs> I I didn't even know I didn't even know it was going to be dropping tonight. And I I got home from work and I put on my my Star Wars Tie Fighter zip up hoodie and lo and behold it dropped. It right. must have been must have been uh, destined. But uh, man, those the, the X Wing stuff looks so awesome. Oh. That's that's my big takeaway right now is the the space battles look phenomenal. Yes, they do. They look very Star Warsy. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move real quick to Dave Atbury. Because man, now I'm getting I, eager to d- to start discussing all the specifics, so I'm gonna work right through you. Guys. I, I'll, I'll I'll keep it just to this: two two trailers and two lines, and Harrison Ford is just killing it. I mean, <laughs> I, the man's brought me to tears twice. I mean, there's just something about you him. saw Six Days Seven Nights too, then, huh? They, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, seriously. He's a good actor. That I'll, you know, no matter how you know, fun of him, he's a there, really good actor. There's just something about him. Just, I mean, like he—he's just the anchor to this to me right now. You know, like, I, I'm with Hero. I'm glad I don't know anything about the story. I'm glad that it's just music and visuals and raw nostalgic emotion right now, and I'm totally okay with that. So. All right, Jason. How about you? Well, the uh, the one thing I took away, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not nearly as big a Star Wars fan as some of the guys here. Um, to me, what always, uh, what I always liked about all the originals and stuff was the idea. I mean, the Jedi's and the Sith. I'm I'm, I'm a Sith guy. Always been a red lightsaber kind of guy. And here we're seeing um, Kylo Ren with what appears to be, a, you know, the, the the I don't know if they're other Sith or whatever they're supposed to be, but it's just like. It just looks like this is going to have, like, you know, not just the, the, the dogfight kind of stuff with the spaceships, but it's going to have, you know, the, the old knights kind of thing. So it's sword, you know, it's, it's the sword kind of stuff from the old knights kind of movies and things like that with the lightsaber fights and stuff. And 
I'll be honest, is uh, watching that, it, you know, the, the the music sucks you in and it just kind of grabs you. And I'm I, I'm okay with not knowing anything. I'm okay with going into this movie not knowing anything about That's the story Star at all. Star Wars tradition, you know. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you kind of knew where things were going with the prequels because we knew how yeah. 4 begins and you had to get there. The whole point is I'm totally okay knowing nothing going in. Um, and, and you know what? If, if they don't tell us anything more than this... I'm still going to enjoy the idea of going in and seeing this because it's it's the idea that now we are seeing um, just what appears to be something that we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, you can kind of you know gauge whatever's there. The the effects look good. The the bots look good that you see. There's enough old stuff to intrigue you. And to me, I mean, I'm I'm always looking for that uh, that kind of action. I mean, I mean, I enjoy. You know the Tie Fighters and the and the X Wings and all that stuff, but I want to see lightsaber fights. You know what's really looking like. You know actual like, old sword fights. So yeah, okay, Scott McGregor. <laughs> yeah, I uh, can't. Not much to add to all that really, except just agree with it. But um, I watched the three like teaser trailers of the prequel movies just before we did this just to kind of give a you know compare and contrast and and those don't hold up this felt like you know whatever the movie be, ends up being this was a, an amazingly crafted trailer you know hit, hit you right on all the uh, the right emotional marks you know especially with Harrison Ford um, and that whole storyline of you know the urban legends surrounding what happens in the original trilogy you know 30 years later you know what people must think of you know, it's almost like people of our generation or my generation, you know, and the Vietnam War generation, you know. Yeah. Um, so I kind of got that feeling about it and, uh, you know, how endless war like that will, will create the myths and legends. Um, just some of the scenes in that, I'm glad that they're not showing us too much, too. I would rather even not even know about the whole Vader disciple thing. Um, I'd almost rather not have that, but I'm okay with it now. Uh, I'm definitely 100% sold on it and not really in fear at all of what J.J. is going to do with this, at least from a visual standpoint, because it just looks amazing. Definitely you know, not from a from visual standpoint to... after this. No, <laughs> and it, it's, it feels, I mean, you know, as always, the John Williams music is so much of this mm. freaking trailer. It's just amazing, you know. And <laughs> As you said, uh, Chris, I think I'm going to have to go back and, and do that. Just listen to it and not see it at all because it's just amazing. And even the, to compare, I mean, the the prequel um, teaser trailers just didn't seem to have the music synced. It just didn't have the same emotional re resonance because it, well, you could already tell it was a CGI trailer almost made me cry the first time I saw it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Just from the yeah. This one, this one definitely gave me the nerd tears, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, totally. Oh, yeah. and, it, and it was the Harrison Ford moment, completely. You know, so. uh, and same here, same here. Yeah. And I'm still pretty sure that the the female voiceover at the end, at least, has got to be Leah. And I think there's some interesting misdirection maybe going on. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, yeah, because we'll that that we'll save that for later. Because yeah, yeah. that will get into all of that. Now it's no. time for me. Oh. <laughs> I'll, 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 since you guys have covered, and I just want, before I do mine, I just, before I forget to mention it, what uh, Jason said about knights. That's a great point because these are the Jedi knights. And this is the most knightiest looking Jedi Sith 
stuff in all yeah. of Star Wars I've seen so oh, far. Yeah. It looks it it's yeah. very evocative of knights and armor and all that. So I'm kind of digging that like there might be a little more visual meaning to uh, to the Jedi Jedi knights, you know. Uh, yeah. But I, I'll speak more to my expectations of this because I thought with this one. They've been be- going subtle with the trailers up till now. They've, you know, they, they, they've been subtle, and then they've put one thing in each trailer, sort of, to push your your nostalgia button. So yeah. I thought with this that they were saving up for this one to give us something. Some it would probably just be this huge blasting, you know, spec. You know, they would show us little clips of some of the more spectacular stuff. But I like that they did not do that. There's some spectacular stuff in that. But I totally get the sense from this trailer that I get from a lot of trailers where it's like... we It's not even that they won't show us stuff. There's stuff that they can't show us because it's going to give away story stuff. And they won't show us because... It's, you know they're waiting to they're just waiting to get in the guardians of the galaxy trailer was very much like that it was i I read i really neat but i know they're not showing us anything you know anything really really it's like when you see a comedy that you know is going to be really funny but the trailer isn't funny because they can't put any of the good jokes in them because they're especially (laughs) r-rated comedies where they can't put the dirty stuff or the, the the good juicy stuff in the trailer. I got that impression from this trailer. But the stuff in it was... I mean, there wasn't anything in it that I didn't think was in some way juicy. I, I, and I'm glad to see Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford and Chewbacca. But I'll tell you what, I'm way more intrigued with the new characters. And that's yeah. that speaks yeah. very well for my potential enjoyment of this movie because I don't want it to be a final walk through the park with our old characters. I'd like to see them fit into the story in a re in a, in a well-written manner where they belong and where it's actually resonant with their, their stories in the star Wars life. And it looks like it's going in that direction. It looks like, I, 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 it looks like all the other characters that are going to be there after all our favorite, you know, our known characters are there, are going to be somebody that we can get into and care about from movie to movie. Yeah. So uh, that's that's what I, and, uh, yeah, I. That's my only remaining fear about JJ is the fan wankery thing, um, which well, he I'm, displayed so so well in Star Trek too. That's the thing is there. I mean. There were some fan wankery, sh- like the, sh- but they weren't like, hey, the, the shot I, of the Falcon going into hyperspace is that's yeah, that pretty much sends shivers up my spine when I see it, you know, especially. Yeah, I don't think great. I saw they, any lens flare. Did anyone see any lens? No, flare? some lens flare. No, but the first shot of Kylo. To that point yeah. about there not being any fan wankery, it's like they didn't it's like it wasn't like a roll call. It's like ooh, there's Nian Numb. Ooh, there's Admiral right, Akbar. Right. Ooh, you know. Right. It was it more was about the because the one shot was like torn right out of uh, Return of the Jedi, in my opinion. The 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 X wings going towards the Tie Fighters. It was like that. Oh yeah, you know? yeah. it was. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah, the shot well, was I, the last I, shot in the in the Jedi trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've read I read something specifically about the merchandising and the trailers that they they said that they are intentionally not showing anything after the first third of the movie. Oh, so they they are they are hiding the second two thirds of the movie from us just so that we won't sit and piece it all together through trailers and good. So so yeah, I mean, so what that means is the, the sorry the 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 scene there because you get it near the end when uh, um, oh I forgot his name. Um, the the stormtrooper, he has the Finn. He, Finn has the lightsaber, and there's Kylo Ren, and there guy comes out the lightsaber with the hilt, and you're like, so that means if that's in the first third of the movie, you know, you know that's not the only time yeah. you're gonna see. My my favorite part of that scene end, is was... he, he looks scared shitless too. Like I don't yeah. know what yeah. I'm doing. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know why? Because because that totally screams to me like think about the way like uh like when 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 obi obi-wan is talking to luke in in uh new hope like you know here's okay well he's brash and a young kid and he's totally different well if you make finn the exact same way where he's suit like he like he's young but he's not he all he looks like he's overwhelmed in a lot of the scenes we see him in. He plus he's really sweaty. Uh, you know, kind of thing. Like he looks like someone who's and he says he goes, I have I need something. Right? He needs something. Well maybe that that something is that inside of him is is the force. You know, is is you know he's the next Jedi master just waiting to come out. And obviously, you know, I mean there's you know whatever you can say there. I mean I mean wouldn't it be something, just throwing this out there, if he turns out to be like Mace Windows, Mace Windows kid, or something like that, sure. where it's like, you know, kind of down the line or whatever kind of thing, you know? Oh, that's where I'm I, Hey, you can not like Mace Windows, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand that, but I'm saying is like, uh, I'm just, you know, I mean, it could, and, it, and, and, and you know, if they, whatever, but I mean, I mean uh, Samuel Jackson, his for whatever flaws he might've had, he threw himself into that role in the prequels, and you, you can't say that he was like, well, he didn't, he wasn't, he was marking out, you know, kind of thing. And, and he's intense in what he's doing. He's and lot, maybe it's not there at all. Maybe I'm just totally he, bullshit. He but I'm just saying is, you know, it's, uh, you're seeing, well, that's, that's how we got the purple lightsaber. They said there are no purple lightsaber. He goes, look, I got a purple lightsaber. And they were, he was like, that would be something I would need to have. There's a purple lightsaber You know, kind of thing. Now. So, but that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what, yeah, but that, that all that aside, what I'm saying is, it makes sense if 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 in what he's saying is you see him and he looks like he's kind of lost and he you know he doesn't have anything, he doesn't need somewhere to belong. Well, and that's the whole point at the beginning of the trailer. You start seeing these characters who are clearly going to be a focus of this movie. Yeah, go Chris. I I am getting the impression that he and and the woman are the the next force sensitive, you know, potential Jedi. There has to be. There has to be. Well, you have to and, have some Jedi coming out. Of, you can't have. And you know what? You know what, Chris? I, it would. It wouldn't surprise me if all three of them were. Yeah. You know, that was kind of the vibe I got. Like you, have the, you basically like have too. the bad guy. And yeah, you basically have the bad guy knights, and then you have like the good guy knights, and it's going to be like mm-hmm. you know. This movie might be, be a big order. The good guys getting together, getting. Yeah. You know, Force Awakens and everybody, and suddenly everyone you know gets a little yeah. more sensitive or something because of whatever well, yeah, they find. you know it's it's funny like that's the one thing that the eu like has always had over the movies like you know you get all that that's what gives like the all the old republic stuff so much of its juice is you get these huge battles with tons of 
tons of Sith and tons of Jedi, lots of lightsabers running around, and that's the one thing we we have not got in these films is, you know, armies I, of lightsaber-wielding dudes going at it. I mean, we did in the prequels, and I, I don't think I'll to miss some it if extent, we don't. Uh, I, I want to go back to, like, one of We had armies duels. of Jedi, though, you know? That's, yeah. yeah. This looks like... Versus versus cardboard robots. Well, I guess you know. right. <laughs> I guess I guess um, Kylo Ren is one of the 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 Knights of Ren or something like that. So they're a whole yeah. group of of these guys. He might maybe he's the only one. Maybe he's the one with the Sith powers, and they're just you know lacking or something. Yeah. But uh, but I'm thinking it looks like a universe where lightsabers are apparently rare and you have to you know just like his looks cobbled together in ways right right um which of okay which of course is you know throwback to you know that does and that that's what uh doesn't vader say that or the the emperor said that to luke i see you constructed your own lightsaber in jedi right. yeah right yep. and, yeah. Uh, yeah and that's and is it but isn't that part of the two though isn't that part of the mythology that goes along with the knights like not, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah you know Truly, truly bringing us back to like King Arthur kind of stuff and that, those kind of classic tales. And you know what, though, if you're going to tell this story, you got to go and you've got to, you know, use what worked before where you're taking from classic literature and things from the past and yet put a new spin on it and have well, things, yeah. you know, seem like I right. always had the impression but, with a lightsaber that it wasn't like one of those things where you have the schematic for a lightsaber and you can build it. You'd have the schematic of the lightsaber. But it's like the Enterprise. You need a Chris. You need the piece of the crystal for right. it, and that yeah. was yeah. the that was the difficult part of having a lightsaber is having a good you know a yeah. good piece of the crystal coming across the piece of crystal for your lightsaber. Well, and that was the mystical part too. Right. The, the, the meshing between the technological and the magical sim, sim, came together. Similar to crystal. wands in Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah Lone exactly. was caught too yeah. and did, did, yeah. did a couple episodes about that. Yeah, and um, you know there was there's been mention of it in the in the Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch things up totally. Dead Chewy, what do you guys think? Yeah. Dead Chewy, did, you didn't catch so. the scene where she's in the rain crying over the the something in front of her that's furry and appears to have a bandolier on it. Well, yeah, no. and I, I, the screen cap of her crying, you can actually see the reflection of, you know, it's Han and the and with their heads, you know, hands up and or in handcuffs, and yeah, well, I don't know if you saw. I, did, I or just not. I did that. The first thing went like my <laughs> eye caught when I, the first time I saw it was like, just a little piece of bandolier on there, and I was like, oh man, but there's yeah. another shot later on with Chewie, and he's got a bandage on his arm, so. Maybe it was just Chewie gets knocked out or something, but uh, <laughs> that I'm watching. Chewie gets knocked out. I, I think they're. You think they are? We're gonna do. We're, are we doing predictions? Because I mean, it's not Tom. Well, I mean, just. I mean, from from. It, it's just that. That's the first thing my bra- those, those are the first two words my brain popped out when you see like somebody crying and. Oh, the Leah. Is crying on Han's chest too, it's so true. I mean that could be something. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't see Chewie anywhere in the picture there, so. Oh jeez. Yeah. Uh, actually, I found the shot with the reflection again. Could that be yeah, the switch it's, up? It's her. Could that be the switch up as we lose Chewie and not Han? Huh. 
I that would be still harsh. Be <laughs> yeah, that would be harsh. That's like, oh yeah, that'd be worse than old Yeller, man. <laughs> well, but what I'm saying is, you know, as someone like, especially Wookies, I mean, they live so much, they live so long, and the whole point is like, you know, that he, you know, it just, it just would be hard. I, I think Chewie is almost as big a binding element yeah. to the story as the droids, really, when you look yeah. at it from even from the prequels, you know, even longer than Yoda. Yeah, I just, I just think it'd be hard. I mean, Yoda, I mean, Yoda served his purpose, and by him, him dying uh, in the originals, you know, you just start it, 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 you know, it serves a purpose to an end, and it's the, it's the old master passing on everything he had. It's, it's a lot. It's, you know, again, you know, hearkening back to old stories. It's even, even going back to. Um, you know, uh, Asian folklore and like you know the the sensei passing on everything, you know, kind of thing. But Chewie is just he he transcends like that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he just it just seems like the, it would be like it would be like R2 not being there. Well, yeah. And the thing with Chewie and R2 you know? and 3PO, not as much 3PO is if the actors who played them. I mean, Kenny Baker isn't even playing R2 anymore. But I mean, right. yeah, right. But I mean. You know, you could put somebody else in the Chewbacca suit, and nobody's gonna really know the difference. But yeah, you can't you can't have a, another Harrison Ford. So I don't know. Maybe they're I don't know. I can't. I just cannot imagine. Just outside of everything else, of Harrison Ford signing on without getting himself killed after one movie, and he's just like the you know. <laughs> yeah. I see. Well, I mean, according to the contracts, I think he signed for all three. Yeah, yeah, but I could see them doing that and not necessarily having to have him on it, you know. All three are yeah. Han Solo's death, whichever comes first, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and I get the sense, looking at the way this, these trailers have been structured, the way the marketing's been structured, I feel like they're they're starting us off in that familiar place. They're kind of... They're bringing in our familiar characters. They're bringing in these familiar places, and I feel like they're gonna take after that first third eleven nobody expects, and and go in a new direction. At least that's what yeah. I hope. That they're gonna I, do. Well, we're just horrible, yeah. horrible nerds, aren't we? That's why we segue to is who's gonna die, man? It's yeah. Just, no. Don't, you know. Well, I think they want to avoid the Star Trek syndrome of aging actors, where it's like. <laughs> You know, you can't have the series depend yeah. on it, Han and Luke and Leia, because you. Yeah. So. They're decrepit. But I like I. But so far, <laughs> everything in here that's really got me intrigued has mostly not been to, been anything to do with those characters. No. What about the music? No. That we got a new. We got a. a it's Ooh, probably the, the bad guys theme. Maybe it sounds evil. But you know, they, it starts out plinked on a piano, and uh, after like the fifth time listening to it, when I li- when I listen to just the music part, that little plink on the piano, then the the full orchestral score that comes up after it is the same notes as you know the plink piano, only just you know corded up and and then the yeah. third chord on it is one of the most evil orchestral chords I've ever heard it doesn't sound like it's going where it's it's beautiful yeah, right I, I into the was... romantic theme from from Empire that's yeah. where I that's where I got the like 
in my throat as soon as I I swear that's the misdirection though I don't think I mean they may all I hope they all end up kind of being Jedi's I hope uh, Finn and and the I forget what uh, the female character's Ray. name is Ray. Um, but I, I just get the feeling that that's Leah talking to Ray at the end of the trailer there. Well, I, I think it's going to be a switch around and she'll end up being like Han and Leah's daughter or something. Because uh, that hasn't really been established at all. But Right. They've got to throw either a Skywalker or a Solo kid in there somewhere, don't they? Well, there's <laughs> rumors sure. that uh, Kylo Ren is, is Han Solo's son. Ren, ah, Ren okay. isn't his last name. It's the, you know, he's Ren. Right. You know, his, mm. he's the Knight of the Ren. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so he could be Kylo Solo, which is sounds yeah. like <laughs> sounds about yeah. right. You know? Kylo Skywalker or Kylo. Skywalker. Well, Both that, of them sound yeah. phonetically Star Warsy. If if yeah. Kylo if if Kylo Ren is is Solo's is Han Solo's son or daughter or whatever they want to roll this into, um, I think part of that would make kind of be a twist that wouldn't it would would add instead of it being a Skywalker. You know what I'm saying? We've seen a Skywalker. We've seen Anakin turn to the dark side and become, you know, the the the, the Sith Lord, and you you know, kind of. And then you have Luke fighting against that. It's kind of like we've seen that already. Yeah, they have to be, be careful with the family was... twist thing, I think, and keep it. I hate to say it, the scene where you know where they're talking about you know the stories, and and Han goes, "Yeah, they're all true." I. I swear I felt like, yes, Ray, I am your father. You know, it's going to happen there. It's not I hope true. I'm wrong. It's impossible. <laughs> I really hope I'm fucking wrong on that. All right, we've pulled in Trentus Magnus. Hello, hey. hello. How, how is everybody? I'll, I'll start first up. Jacked. <laughs> we started There's boners alight. Oh, I see. Well, jump I'll right in. What, what, what I wanted to do first was just get you. We went for everybody and got their cold, like. You know their their first two or three minute impression of it. So we'll grab yours and then we'll get up to speed as to what we've been discussing. All right, all right. Uh, well, I've only uh, had time to see it twice. Basically, my girlfriend and I were going through this uh, thing where we're rewatching Gilmore Girls. So I, I've only had time to rewatch it actually twice this whole time. So. Oh. And. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, though, the, uh, you know, rewatching, uh, when I saw it the second time, there was, I, I was, expe- I had the sensation from when I watched it the first time, you know, and I was expecting the second time to kind of clarify it for me, and it didn't. I still have no idea what the hell this thing's even about. <laughs> and the thing about it, though, that um, I don't know if I'm going to be like the voice of dissent in the room on this or, or what, but I can't really shake this feeling that I'm being kind of placated to. Does that make sense? You know, where... No, you're not alone. That that, that, that has been expressed they're, they're by They're trying by to show you that, look, this is going to be okay. <laughs> It'll be alright. Well, right. yeah, and there was this kind of... Uh, it, it just seemed like a very J.J. Abrams moment in that trailer where yeah, I, I think it was the Falcon that went into, into hyperspace, but it was actually from the point of view of the Falcon, so yeah. the stars are elongating from this other point of view. And it just kind of felt like, here's something that you're really familiar with, but we're showing it to you from a different angle. And I'm not trying to nitpick or, or, or anything like that, but, I mean, God almighty, you know, it just kind of feels like... I'd, I'm kind of suspicious of, of that sensation of being not just marketed to, pandered to 
and that is that's my I, big, I well, that's sh- my biggest fear of of the movie yeah, is that it, it'll be nice. a, so I have to agree with you on that a, a fan job. Yeah, well, um, and that was really the main thing. Now that having been said, and you can call this hypocritical if you want. Um, there's this moment near the end of the trailer where we hear the Han Leia love theme, and I'm not going to lie to you, that really did. Uh, that, you know, that really was kind of a nice little punch in the balls, but it was. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Say it, it was it, not two minutes. Ago, yeah, we were just saying the same thing same. before you got. Yeah. Out <laughs> oh, really? That's where. That's where it got me. That's where I went. <laughs> and we're I'll try just want to speak tons. to Estrogen. Uh, did somebody just call me out? Oh, I just wanted to agree with you. Actually, that I I I said from the very early on that I would have preferred to see all new shit in this you know in this trilogy not i would have i would have been cool with not even seeing any of the original you know trilogy actors i, I want to kind something of like that yeah i mean i kind of wanted completely new stuff all down the line but i mean if we've got to go the whole nostalgia route at least I, jj i didn't to be doing i didn't right. want the old characters but now i'm getting now i'm now i'm kind of interested hey we've at, we've added another one we got hope mullinex here Oh my god! On time! Oh my god! Oh gosh! Oh, oh, I have the feelings. I started crying, guys. I'm not even joking. Like, I was. What point, the moment, what point was it that you started crying? I, I got misty when I saw Ray because I've been super excited about her and to see her. And then what really got me was. was Leia hugging Han, and I was just like, I lost it. I was just sobbing. <laughs> well, like the thing about this, uh, about this whole thing that I, I'm, a, I'm of kind of two minds about it. If this had been like nothing but a complete nostalgia trip, it's another adventure with the with the big three from the last, tri- like right. the original trilogy. I mean, that was actually the movie that I was expecting, and that was the movie I was actually really excited to see. You know. Or if they'd gone the other way with it, where this is like 10,000 years in the future and this is going to be a completely new thing, a different cast and different characters and all that stuff, I'd have been fine with that too. The story that I just don't give a damn about is Han, Luke, and Leia's generation passing the torch to some other fucking generation that I don't know about, I don't care about. (laughs) Anyway, I think that's a very important thing because there is a new torch being passed to this next generation. That's what we're seeing with shows like... For example, like Star Wars Rebels, like this is the new generation coming into a fandom and we're inheriting it because like the old generation is not going to be here forever and it will be our duty next to go to the next generation. Kind of like Star Trek, but better. Yeah, hopefully. Have we talked no, so about I'm... the fact that Luke wasn't in the trailer at all? He's not. He was in it for a hot second. Where yeah, was he in the trailer? The same Just shot he's... from the last one where oh, he puts his hand on R2. We're assuming that's Luke. Yeah, it's gotta be. I, I have a theory yeah. that Luke is Kylo Ren. I thought about that today, actually, too. Hope I had, I had that little flash of, but the, uh, we kind of saw the back of his head though. Yeah. The mask. Yeah, not yeah, so that kind of burst that one, but I don't no. think the beard would fit underneath the mask. <laughs> no, it's itchy. <laughs> I only think that I only think that that's not gonna happen because I don't know if they want to keep. You know, I, I mean, I'm assuming the original characters are probably only gonna want to ha- be a, have them around in this these three movies, which you know they're but they're it, planning on doing. You know, of any of the actors, though, you would think that uh, 
Mark Hamill would have been the most available to do the most stuff. He's I ready mean, to work. Yeah, that's Yeah. I mean, Harrison was, but then he got himself broken, you know, soon after filming <laughs> started. So well, he's old. I'm sure, yeah, man. Well, he also survived a plane Star- crash. He doesn't so. want six yeah. Star Wars movies, or even probably three more Star Wars movies. So, you know, I don't know. <laughs> do, we, well, do we really want to see decrepit Han Solo? Uh, I just need um, to see decrepit Indiana Jones. I, just, I will take decrepit oh. Indiana Jones. I, I don't well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's the the tone of the trailer is very you know portentous and stuff. It's 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 very similar. It reminds me of the second Avengers movie trailer, where it was like gloom and doom. But you knew there was going to be a lot of humor in the movie, but it just wasn't in the trailer. <laughs> I, I'm well, hoping. This, I'm hoping Han Solo's got a sense of humor in that. And when they were walking in that sort of temple building with the robot walking out, it looked mm-hmm. like he was doing his, you know, walking onto Cloud City thing, where he's walking and talking over his shoulder, and you know, yeah. oh, don't worry, don't worry, I know exactly what I'm doing. You know, we're gonna go in here and talk to my old friend. What's him a jig? So I'm hoping yeah. there's some of that. If if there's, you know, is. As long as he's not, you know, Moody Han Solo through the through the whole movie. But that's something well, else, though. I mean, it, it is kind of ironic that of all people, you've got Han Solo talking to people about Jedi and the dark side and all this other stuff. I mean, I, to be perfectly honest, that I did not see coming. Oh. That was, I thought, kind of an interesting little reversal. Well, that's why I'm kind of wondering if something might have happened to Luke. Because, like, you know, it was Han and Leia, like, comforting each other. So I'm wondering if, some, like... If part of this is trying to find Luke and figure out what happened, I'm getting the feeling I, I think none so. of them have been. I, I'm getting the feeling that in this till until this movie, I, I have a feeling that Han and Leia have not been like hanging out with each other. I'm having, and oh, this yeah. is going to be like, you know, Han and Leia might reconciliation the first yeah. Yeah. ten years and be like, so what about Luke? Well, the last I heard, yeah, Luke. Well, he- there, there were rumors flying around that Han and Leia aren't together and that she's Queen Leia and he's not with her and so right. that but those came out like months ago I, I don't know if they ever got put down or not Scott, yeah. like, what, are your, what, what are your thoughts on that though he's I mean, the one who called that that if the, that that should be the way their characters would be like way back in episode nine or whatever we did and I could I could totally see them like not maybe having a kid or something but not Staying together permanently. You know, there well, are I think about... can, any, can any of you actually see them like sticking it out this whole time? Ever since Jedi actually being together this whole time? No, yeah, who knows? No. That's no. The reason their their love was born under the duress of war. So I, you know, I like the once line. Once yeah, came around, they might not have been able to deal with each other. I think Han Solo's line says it all. Like it's all true. The, the stories are true. Like you know, yeah. th- these aren't the these, this isn't the Han, Luke, and Leia of that of those stupid EU novels where they're having another save the universe adventure every 15 minutes. Well, you know, Han, <laughs> you know, they, they're myth and legend. Like they're they're These people yeah. are like gone from the spotlight of the universe. Talking you know? about myth and legend though. Uh, just thinking about Luke at the end of return of the Jedi, he is the only Jedi that's around. What a horrible burden that is. I can totally see that 
causing him to go run off and be like, I, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I, I still have maybe you felt it's, like maybe I should just not teach anyone else this. And it's then so it's kind of yeah. yeah, it's yeah. such a dangerous thing through back alleys and and you know got it well, wrong. JJ Abrams, JJ Abrams said that he he chose he finally signed on to do this movie because he was dead set to not do it after doing Star Trek. But then he said somebody asked him the question, "Who is?" Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. and that was his whole impetus into. You know what? Though I don't believe out. that. I don't believe a word. Yeah, <laughs> me either. I'm sorry. If that's his creative reason, I can't see great, him hesitating you know? for a second well, to do a Star Wars that, like, movie. Any filmmaker. That's, I don't know, man. Do you want to do I a know, Star I, Wars movie and have them go? I, J, I, especially if you're J.J. Abrams, who seems like. He would direct another friggin' Ewok movie, dude. Don't fuck me. I'm saying he seems like he's the kind of person whose career arc has been, sh- like, if I went into Hollywood, that would be my career arc. Is like I want to get movies made, but like I would drop everything in a heartbeat to to be a, a assistant assistant to the second unit, you know, electrician on a. Well, let's face it. He yeah. loves reinterpreting other people's stuff too i mean he and, did mission impossible <laughs> right you know he's, and, and what I heard it's true that, he did well you know he's done a lot what, what am i, I missing he, he did uh mission impossible star trek star he wars did star wars and star trek yeah he was this but, uh, close to pissing all over superman you could argue cloverfield which was godzilla mm. yeah I will not yeah. argue anything for Cloverfield. <laughs> oh, he made a Steven Spielberg movie with Steven Spielberg. Well, yeah. That's I, mean. I mean, I just heard that like... George Lucas invited him out to lunch, and he was like, hey, do you want to do Star Wars? And he was like, yes. <laughs> that was the article I didn't, read. Basically, didn't his career get started because Spielberg basically took him under his wing when he was a kid? You know, he was like, I like, you know, this kid wants to be a filmmaker and basically encouraged him. Yeah, he won a he won a contest and got to work for, for Spielberg. Spielberg or something, and Spielberg took a liking to him and said, yeah. which means he might be more likable than talented. But I don't think he's un- when I saw Super Eight. That's the only thing that I've seen of his that that tells me that he's capable of doing that Spielberg Lucas that classic era. Yeah. Part. And let's face it, he's a proven moneymaker too. Have though. feel like real people and have some heart to yeah. them, and they're the they're they're the heartbeat of the story with all the fantastic stuff going on around it. And I'm hoping because he has, I don't know, I don't want to I don't want to go into my speculations on. <laughs> I want you know only I guess from what I've seen <laughs> in this trailer today, which. No, nothing in it felt overly pandery to the point of you know what I was I was expecting at least what? one or two pan like flat out panders. The stuff that was nostalgic, I like. Tie fighters chasing the Falcon didn't seem pandering to you. It's, see, well, I mean that's what Tie fighters do to the Millennium Falcon. I mean they did, you know. I mean just as pandery as as a shot of Tie fighters chasing the Millennium Falcon in Jedi compared to Star Wars. <laughs> I'll be that guy. Pander all over me. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited when I saw that. I was excited. I was squealing. I mean, there's a certain amount of Star Wars that's like you want these ships fighting these ships, and and hopefully 
There, I mean, there's a bit, there's, there's a, there's the aspect of Star Wars that I find the most important, which is the story and the characters. But then there's also the uh, the other part of Star Wars is where Star the space is on the cutting edge of of special effects set piece movies. So if you're gonna have Tie Fighters fighting a Millennium Falcon, you gotta think of something new, either novel or go you know one step over what we've seen before. It's you know. I, I, I almost agree with Trennis in that, yeah, I mean, that's what they're showing us because that's the nice, comfy, warm coat we know is Star Wars. But you know what? I'll bet there's other ships, too. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and don't take me too seriously. I'm just, I'm just kind of being a little bit of a smart-ass there. But, no, I mean, man, because I, I, I was the same. I, I wanted to see all new shit. I started no, no, hearing no, like being... Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, like, you know, I... I grew up watching Star Wars. Uh, my mom got me into it and everything. But like my love of like the Star Wars fandom and everything came from like Clone Wars. So I've I've always been a fan of like these kind of new stuff. Like Chris recommended that I watch Rebels and I fell in love with it. So like, but there's still always those beats in those shows where like you heard Vader's theme that just made you just squeal because you're like, oh, it's Vader. Yeah. So like I like this mix of kind of new stuff with the nostalgia stuff in it too because it's still what I grew up with. I'll bet they got a lot of nice surprises for us, too. I think it'll look like real Star Wars. One thing I wanted to throw in here, I think, Hope, I think you said it earlier, that um, that uh, Kylon Ren could be Luke Skywalker, right? Or not mm-hmm. Luke, yeah, right? Um, part of what, and, and this was one of the things that um, when Phantom Menace came out and you saw you finally saw Darth Maul and you're like okay and whether you liked it or not and again everyone's entitled to your opinion uh you kind of were like okay this is not a guy who's gonna last you know what I'm saying like like he's not back in number two you know kind of thing so um I wonder if they're gonna try and start setting up uh like Kylon Ren is is gonna be you know not necessarily the new Vader but like the the Sith the the whatever even if it's even if he's leading a band the band of knights or however we want to look at it um could this be the new leader uh, that the, that the 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 um you know the dark side is looking for that the sith have um where it could be a recurring character and something they could push forward for for three movies you know um and well they're obvious... they're hiding a couple characters from us still and, yeah, yeah. And, and we've got max von Sydow and uh and oh, that's right. circus and, and they both around yet and max von Sydow, just by being max von Sydow, could potentially be an evil behind the scenes manipulator yeah and so could Andy circuses just by his creepy voiceover potentially and uh, if it was him and the other ones so I'm yeah. calling it now. Um, just on a plot point of the movie, I think there's going to be some kind of third faction in this that we're not even going to know about till shit happens. Well, I'll, yeah. I just got a feeling there's, there's something there's else something going on well, with all this. Yeah, because I'm feeling like you know they, the Sith saw that the rule of two didn't work and that they're just going to be like, okay, Sith army. Well, yeah. <laughs> hope you and Trennis weren't. Why didn't we think of that before? Yeah. Hadn't called in when we we had mentioned that. Um, I can't remember who had mentioned, but that 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 said that all this trailer had come from the first like 33 mo- minutes of the movie which means this is basically all just scenes from the first basic major, ma- major yeah. set piece of the movie it's probably like a battle it's probably a chase battle 
from one location to another location, you know, that takes... A- it's probably a battle that gets Finn on the same ground as Ray, and then they yeah, hook up and... Yeah. Uh, just a basic introduction of all the characters, throw it, you know, and it's gonna... I, I mean, so in that first set piece, we're gonna get Han and Chewie and Leia and, um... And find out what the you know the deal is. It looks like um, Kylo Ray is doing some sort of horrible mind fuckery. To uh, yeah. is that the guy the X-wing pilot? Yeah, that's Poe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it looks. I mean that that shot of the trees going looks like it's like some sort of internal. <laughs> what's going on? That was something I was red herring too. And that was something I wanted to ask the group about. I mean, is that a canonical, like, force ability that you can do this sort of mind reading, whatever the hell that was, on on somebody? Yeah. They, uh, yeah I, I mean, it's fairly, as far as we know, fairly pretty wide open. Yeah, I mean, stronger Sith Lords could do it. Jedi try not to because they believed in free will and stuff like that. But, I mean, it is a really incredibly yeah. strong Sith could do it, like like Darth Bane could do it. Yeah, basically, I mean... The, he was the doing force, something Sith. It, it's, yeah, it's... Mag- I mean, it basically, it's the place of magic, and so, in across all medium and stuff, they pretty much do whatever they want with it in terms I of... I mean, you know, and even true. if they weren't, like, Sith, but, like, uh, I know the Night Sisters were just Dark Force users, and they could, like... They killed almost killed Dooku from, like, afar by possessing him and had him, like, beating the shit out of himself. That's true. Uh, because it, they don't have to be Sith per se; they could just be Dark Force users. Man, I gotta watch Clone Wars again. I forgot about. Oh, that I whole... just reviewed season two. I just put it up. I forgot about that whole little run with them. That I thought I was like when that happened. I was like, this is gonna be really stupid, and it turned out to be no, it was amazing. Rad. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, you brought up the trees blowing up and stuff like that, and I noticed in the poster they have this kind of like Death Star looking thing uh, in the very background of it. Do you think that they made like a third Death Star? Well, you know, Scott Rifen pointed out when I, I was I was doing a big do not want about that yesterday when the poster came out. It's just like basically, even though it's been so many years, this is a movie right after Return of the Jedi, which just had a Death Star. So we just had a Death Star. So, but then when you look at the poster, you notice that the um, that the um, Death Star is on the blue side of the poster with all the good guys. But Ray's <laughs> on the red side with all the bad guys. So. And there are and there are Tie Fighters on that supposed same good side oh, as well. Okay. Uh, I mean, yeah. I I really don't buy that whole uh, symmetrical thing that people are throwing around. I just don't think it, especially since there are stormtroopers on both sides too. See, I I could yeah. see I could see some sort of story with the rebellion building a Death Star since they do have plans for it. They do yeah, build it, building yeah. a Death Star and pulling it up to Coruscant <laughs> and saying, "Hey." And then they know where not to put the exhaust. But then now. again, <laughs> exactly, yeah. That that flaw can be can be dealt with, and but at the same time, I cannot see Princess Leia being a big proponent of of using Death Stars in any way since she no, had yeah. experience with no, one. You know, yeah. It's hard to say. I mean, there's a giant trench running down, you know, the canyon there with on the snow planet. So, so maybe, yeah. 
I think it's just going to be a giant Pokeball with oh. a huge monster. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'd be all right with that. The space slug. It's a moon yeah, episode they, of Doctor Who. Like a big slug. baby's going to come out of it. Well, those trees, yeah. those trees getting getting hit, that very well could be uh, either <laughs> teasing at or a Death Star blow because, I mean, trees doing that are instantly visually attached to yeah. nuclear explode. You know, an atom bomb going off. Right. Right, and they, the they only shot they should have had a shot of houses with their yeah. clapboards coming off them and the roofs flying off. They they did that in Crystal Sky. I know exactly. Yeah, and a tiny refrigerator <laughs> flying through the air. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is like because it happened at the same time with Kylo Ren uh, doing whatever to Poe is that maybe he was projecting like this is what would happen to your family and your planet if you don't give him. I don't know. I, I was thinking more stylistic, although I don't, it's a Star Wars movie, so I shouldn't think that way, that it was like that was his brain being blasted away or be, yeah. or maybe trying to resist or, or some visual representation of it because it fades. They fade those two images right together. But that's a, not a very star... I'm sorry, I went into Italian accent. That's a, not a very Star Wars idea. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're gonna go ser- surrealistic yeah. either. Well, I mean, they sort of did in, in Episode Three. Was it Episode yeah. Three where the it's, Dream? It's, yeah, it's but dreaming. that's about it. Yeah, but that's about as far as it's gone with Star Wars. So it's it's definitely a ton of ton of stuff to chew on. Well, I have a question for the group. Um, I don't know if you guys asked this right at the beginning, but what was your favorite parts of the trailer, and what did you want to see more out of the trailer? I, I, I will say it again. The atmospheric space battles. That was my favorite. Anything <laughs> where there was X-Wings shooting at TIE Fighters or vice versa in the lower atmosphere. The whole... The whole... Um voiceover of the stories and Han Solo saying they're all true is what I think finally sold me on this whole concept of merging the old and the new. Um, that that finally got me right there, I think. And, and I love the scenery that the uh, the one space, well, land battle is over, you know, the, all the TIE fighters and <laughs> and the X-Wings over the lakes and mountains looks like, you know, Thousand Islands where I'm Yeah, from. it does. That's right. I, you know, which I always wanted to see. TIE Fighters yeah. X-Wings flying over that scenery, so thank you, JJ. Yeah. Well, there's also that leaked piece of footage that had Luke in a cave with a robe on, and outside the cave was sort of very much terrain like that planet. Mm-hmm. So that, that might be them trying to catch up with Luke there somewhere. Okay, I'll be a little pissed if Luke's hiding out in a desert planet somewhere. My favorite stuff is not even the more exciting visual stuff. I liked all the desert planet stuff with uh, Ray. Is it Ray? Is, is her name? Yes. With Ray. I like the sort of Indiana Jones beginning with her. Um, derelict Star Destroyer. The derelict yeah. Star oh, Destroyer. Yeah. It's almost like a scene from actually the first Alien movie where she's lowering herself yes. down into it. Uh, kind of remind me of the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy too. But actually. I just I like the atmosphere of <laughs> even though I'm sick to death of tattooing in Star Wars movies. Even yeah. though this is not tattooing, I like the atmosphere on the desert mo- planet, and I like 
I I just have a feeling that her character is going to be awesome. I, and I have a feeling Boyega's character is going to be... He's a really good actor, too. He looks now, so badass so, in this. So, Something I noticed in that is Boyega sounded like he's doing basically an American accent. He is, yeah. Which is kind of funny because Why? it yeah. still goes back to the... Maybe the bad guys have the English accent. No, yeah. Because yeah. Boyega's very British. Yeah, Finn's doing the same thing. She's, yeah. uh, or I mean, Ray, she's doing the same thing. In, you know, American accent. Well, that's why I think like... the female voiceover in the beginning, the "Who are you?" you know, is yeah. is um, Captain Phasma, right? Oh. Because it's okay. got she's got oh. a slight British accent, and then as soon right. as I as yeah. soon as I thought I that, I and I started right thinking of that actress's voice, I think that's yeah. her. And uh, that's Leia at the end, though. I, I that's Leia at the end. I'm I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think they put the British accent. I think they put her voice through a filter that takes out all the cigarettes. Is <laughs> this film definitely? They, that was yeah. probably the new technology they had to develop for this movie. Yeah. It's not like period. a diner waitress anymore. Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be the uh, thing that like. That yeah, I mean it was Go Motion and Empire Strikes Back, and this one it's gonna be the the degrit. Voice. <laughs> <laughs> next, we'll have like Tom Waits albums that sound like Frank Sinatra and stuff. Like that. Uh. <laughs> oh, good God! I would. It'll make him Exactly. <laughs> Rod Stewart will have a career again. Hey, hey! What? Leave Rod alone. The mod. I, I tell you, you know, what, though, there is one thing that I that we saw again in this trailer that I I really enjoyed and. I think it was the second trailer. This kind of, it, it was really short, you know, blink and you miss it. But there's this sort of moment where you have these stormtroopers doing drills or some such bullshit. Running uh, down and, the pantry? Or something, yeah. And there's yeah. this huge, it's not a it's not a third right flag, but that's just kind of the symbolism or that, oh, yeah. that's the, kind of the it's visual. Played out of Rafe and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, I, and it, it's, you know what? It's funny you should mention that because I, had no idea what that movie was, so I just watched it on YouTube like a year ago, and I was like, "A, this movie looks like a piece of shit." But you know, B, it actually does kind of put a little bit more of, I guess, the Star Wars visual vocabulary in some kind of better context for me, because I'd never really paid all that much attention to, you know, like the fascist stuff, um, you know, the inspiration for the Empire and whatnot. So to see it brought out a little bit more visually in these trailers. That's actually something I'd kind of like to see a little bit more of, where you have like statues and all of these other things that. For whatever reason, we just never really saw before. I'd kind of like to see more of that kind of stuff now. Yeah. Well, I, th- yeah. I, I think whatever you have, like after Palpatine is gone, they probably Palpatine could rule on his own power of manipulation, and Darth Vader is his, as his, and then the Death Star is his, you know, use of fear, and probably yeah. after that. They had to rely on more of a Nazi state sort of symbolic, you know, iconic pride-based. Well, you got to know there's a giant Vader statue somewhere in the Knights of Ren camp, you know. Yeah. I, mean, I can't imagine. There's a shrine to his mask, so there's there'll be a statue, I'm pretty sure. You know uh, there's going to be volumes, money on that, yeah. volumes written comparing <laughs> the Knights of Ren to, like, all the fanboys collecting their Star Wars stuff. well it's it's funny because that the the iconic you know iconography of this like that's my my favorite part like you know 
here we are, what, almost 40 years later, nobody's still trying to, to emulate this, any, you know, nobody's still putting out this big epic sci-fi. We've got some of the best computer graphics and special effects, where, like, Hollywood's at the top of their game, yet nobody's trying to do big epic sci-fi stuff nobody but disney anyway well what's yeah Yeah, pretty much disney owns them all what's funny is is and and this is and this is like boom the iconic modern epic sci-fi thing and and the advanced press of it is is them bending over backwards to go go and like Hey, we're not relying all on modern technology. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we got our puppets and yeah. we got our yeah, props. We got and our that sets was my favorite and... part of Comic Con because I was so scared at it being a J.J. Abrams movie that it was going to be like camera glares and all this. And like when I saw them actually bring out the practical effects and it walked on stage, I felt so relieved for this movie. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. visually that was all a big relief for me. Although I the the clone the the visual um, style of the the prequels has um, since become sort of ingrained into all the like Clone Wars and even uh, yeah. even Rebels and the and the Lego stuff that's coming out. So that look and feel of Star Wars has become a genuine accepted. Genuine, supercharged <laughs> Star Wars feeling. It, it, it actually. It, it, well, you know what now. is so, going to happen with with JJ using the practical effects, you know, plus the digital, you know, the good marriage of the two, which is what all filmmakers should be aspiring to, in my opinion. Um, this is going to hold up better than the prequels did visually. Yes. Uh, whatever you thought of the because the visually, yeah. I mean, we're watching those old trailers tonight before you know doing this. It was like, wow, that was you know, I, 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 I'm a video game player, so I have an eye for I mean, that was 1999 digital effects, and you can tell, and and you can tell it's always going to be dated like that because it's all digital effects, right? Yeah, you know, there's nothing real to anchor it at all. It's oh, yeah. all yeah. what I, the I computer was, was at that but... time. And, and and, yeah, and the was, digital when effects they, when they, from around there, like Jurassic Park, still holds up better. And yeah, that was early. They mixed on that, that one. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, they, when they when they wheeled out yeah, when they wheeled out BB-8 at Star Wars Celebration, I mean, I was there like just a few rolls away, and and it was nuts. I mean, just seeing that prop come out, and it looked so real. Because it was. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, like, yeah. what, what I've heard though is that they're actually going to be replacing that with like a, a CGI version in the final movie. I, mean, I don't know if that's true because I've kind of gone out of my way to avoid spoilers for this movie, partly because I truly don't want to know. And honestly, it, it is a little bit of disengagement on my part. I'm just not as invested in well, this. I read, I read, is that true? I, or? I read that they were doing impractical and that they had to do a little CGI sometimes around, you know, where where the rubber met the road, where Oh. Right, probably like fast yeah. movement. So sometimes like they would that. have to do something to, to to take out something that you know part of the mechanics of it, or that would look a little goofy, yeah. where where you got the ground. But uh, I get it. I mean, apparently the technology that they came up to make the robot is pretty doable because they've already got toys out that actually. Yeah. Act, oh, they're so cute. Too. And they they actually you know function and run around. Very w- better than the original R two D two 
you know, remote controls yeah. <laughs> and, and toys that you had. This thing is, is fully going and it's got that great gimmick of the floating head on top of the, on top of the ball, which if it was a complete CGI, which the first time I saw it, I, I literally rolled my eyes and went, oh, there's the CGI robot of the, of the movie because it, it, that's why they did it CGI because it's got that floating head on top of the, the ball. Nope, nope. Yeah, they're so cool because they have them at Disney Store already and they were demoing it in the Disney Store and it was just, oh, I, I picked it up and I just loved it automatically. Yeah. <laughs> I loved yeah. it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm hoping that the, 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 tona- the tonality of the, the trailer is for us grown-ups, but I'm hoping the movie has a little, you know, has a good amount of, fu- has a good amount of fun and humor in it so the kids will have more to grab onto because I, 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 I'm, I mean, obviously BB-88 is the, the first thing they've got for, and you've always got R2 and 3PO for the kids. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, my kids, my kids are completely sold on BB-8. They think it's the coolest. What kid wouldn't be, man? I'm sold on BB-8. <laughs> yeah. I was sold on it on the first drop. Like, he's adorable. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. No, my kids are anxiously, you know, they're, they're they've been asking for that for Christmas for a month now. So, good job, JJ. I'm too C- CGI shell shot. Yeah, your kids have been asking for it, sure. <laughs> I'm well, too screw that. I want one for myself. You're safe place here, David. Yeah. <laughs> well. So when the Amazon uh, purchases for the month of December come it's out, it's pe- gonna be like it's all BB. It's all the people with notice. It's all the people without kids that are m- making sure that they they want to f- feel good about buying BB eighty eight. Oh, I have no qualms. It says oh. the person who collects pop figures like a crazy person. Oh yeah, I I I can't talk. I've I'm holding in my hands. Uh, now I can't even remember his name from uh, Rebels. The purple, uh, the purple guy. As, uh, oh. Zeb. I've got my Zeb action figure in my hand. Oh, yeah, my, my Captain, Commander Cody and Captain Rex is behind me on the shelf. So. Hey, I got a, I've got a question for the group. I've, I'm looking at the uh, Force Awakens wiki page right now, and one name that's noticeably absent from the old days is Kenny Baker. Is he do? I mean, is R2 going to be remote control or I, yeah, I know he was fan. R- R2 is fan, a uh, fan built R2 in this. And maybe they might have somebody inside of it anymore. I don't think Kenny Baker really did. I think maybe they just, they got him in the suit for a couple shots in episode one, but little people yeah. like him, especially now that he's got to be, you know, older, are usually not in the greatest health. I mean, Peter Mayhew is when we saw him at the the um, at no that was at Dragon Con. He was uh, he was you know walking around with a with a cane because yeah really he was tall. this year too yeah he was doing pretty bad. And yeah. so, I mean, I'm sure they put him in the Chewy suit, but I'm sure there's shots with people who have to do, you know, I'm sure he's not in the Chewy suit when Chewy's running and stuff like that. So I'm sure it's the same with Kenny Baker that they probably couldn't pay him to to get inside R2-D2 right now. Yeah, probably blahs against it at this point, too. <laughs> 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 probably. <laughs> 
Wow. <laughs> I, was, I was also think. I mean, I also was thinking if Kenny Baker was was up for doing that, you'd probably see him at conventions and stuff. And I don't ever right. recall ever hearing about him showing up at conventions or anything like that. Yeah. Well, um, I guess another question I've got is uh, the budget for this thing is set to apparently, again, according to Wikipedia, it's set to be $200 million. George Lucas made each of the prequels for about a hundred million, give or take. I mean, is it really best for Star Wars that he not be involved? In the group's opinion? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> it depends. I'll go right out there and say that. As an idea man, I love him. As a, a script writer and a director of his own material, no. He yeah, I see second the that. For the trees, after a while, and. It- harmed it so I just I don't know yeah I mean the prequels he had nobody saying no to him yeah yeah, so. yeah. and the I mean, I think, Star I think Wars was always it. bigger than him anyway and that's why the EU that's why people can't you know don't want to let go of the EU because it was always something that the fans were going to run with and J.J. Abrams is apparently a fan so why not why not see his take on it I, and I, th- I think there, you know, while George Lucas is great, I think it is good to have him there just kind of as a stop sign, like if they try to go too far just so he can re- reel it back. But, I mean, I think this, you know, George Lucas isn't going to be around forever, so this is a chance to give new people like J.J. Abrams and Dave Filoni, like, these chances to make something I'm amazing really in their own image. I'm really excited to see what Ryan Johnson mm-hmm. does with Episode eight, actually. Yeah. I'm stoked for Rogue One too. Yes, I'm so excited for Rogue One. When you look at when you look at Empire, it just had that perfect combination of he got a good writer, a good director, and he was just you know like the most glorified executive producer of all time on that. Yeah. And you know he came up with this came up with the story, and then gave it to a writer to make it, the story work <laughs> and and yeah. gave it to a director to make the the acting flow and you know and and that director probably worked with the actors differently and and you got a fully formed movie with George Lucas there to to tweak it and keep it going in the direction <laughs> and you know it's funny i think i think George even knows it because yeah. look what yeah. he did with the Clone Wars, you know, the Clone Wars show pretty much is like the real meat of the prequel era, and he he passed it along to someone else. His first, yeah, like Dave yeah. Filoni just blew that out of the water, and like there's a reason why he came back for Rebels because people wanted him to continue. He was so good in that. He era. did a good job. He did a really good job, and he was doing the most Star Warsy Star Wars stuff right. that you could get your hands on. So for for like eight yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, uh, the reason I ask is because you know there was a time like that one thing about star wars that lucas had probably the least involvement with for a lot of years there was the holiday special and (laughs) i just i I couldn't shake the feeling that you know what it may not be an altogether good thing that i mean i look i guess we're gonna find out but it's just it's it's one of those things that i've always kind of thought that this may end up being at best a mixed blessing so i don't know i hope you guys are right i i you know what the the prequels to me felt I, I enjoyed a lot of aspects of them, and I enjoyed the, the overall arc, I think, of, of Vader, although I thought it was a little rushed. <laughs> um, a little. But it felt like it was an obligation creation. You know what I'm saying? That, that George did it because he felt he had to. and But now we have people doing it because they really want to and they really love it still, and their heart's in it. You know, and yeah, Rebels and, and Clone Wars is 
good good example. Of that, yeah, because they're from the they're from our generation. If I had my right. way, if I had my way, the copyright laws would be the the way they were before. Ironically, Disney got its hands on them. <laughs> it used to be yeah. like it was like th- twenty five or thirty years, and that was it. You know, right yeah. now as we speak, Star Wars would be public domain. Yeah, and we that'd be nice. out and start writing <laughs> our own Star Wars movies, and you know, whoever wanted to make a Star Wars movies, and you'd get lots of, lots of crap. But then again, yeah. sometimes you would get those people who really knew their shit, and you would get you. Yeah, some of the fan films out there some, are amazing yeah, exactly. pieces of independent exactly. work. Yeah, and, and if if that, uh, I mean, a lot of hearts. Yeah, Popeye's a perfect. <laughs> example, true. You know, I, I think. Going back to uh, your original question, Princess, I, I think this is a good chance to see what the next, like, past George Lucas phase is going to do, and to see whether or not they can handle with or without George Lucas. So, yeah. Well, I'm. I hope well, I live uh, long it, it, enough to see the next set of movies that comes out when the original cast is long dusty. Yeah. And, and... <laughs> well, and, and you know, in a lot of ways, I think it's the best time too, because all these technologies for filmmaking have matured, and I think. You know, it's it's time to see what we can do in pushing the boundaries of of filmmaking again. You know, yeah. I don't, I'm glad mm-hmm. these movies weren't coming out in the early '90s. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well, this is what movies do you guys want to see? Oh, go ahead, Hope. Sorry. I was just gonna say no. Uh, what movies do you guys want to see? Because that you know, sev- several in this kind of like phase one of new Star Wars movies that we don't really have titles and stuff for. So, what do you guys hope they are? You mean Anything. like, like stuff care. that's been announced, or? or... Well, yeah, yeah. Like if if they're gonna keep doing this, because this kind of feels like Marvel's like Phase One, Phase Two, Phase Three kind of thing. You know, and... I'm honestly, I'll go out, I'll go on record and say I'm really not a fan of the whole anthology thing. Other than Rogue One, I'm really kind of excited to see that story, but I really am not excited for like a young Han Solo movie or, or a young Boba Fett movie. I really, it's kind of like Wolverine for me. It's like I don't want to know. That, I don't need to know it. I don't need to know that much about it. I don't it. need to know it, but at the same time, I like the idea of having a wall where people are going to sh- be shooting a bunch of stuff up on to see if it sticks. And yeah. and I'm actually, I'm not excited about the, the, the potential of some of it being crap, but I also think that, you know, you got to break a few eggs. So there might I'm be, there might be a few really crap Star Wars anthology <laughs> movies, but then again, they might strike upon... And this, what I'm sort of hoping for is, besides Han Solo, or I think Han Solo and Boba Fett movies would be fun, but I think what would really serve them well is if they find, if they create a new character, set of characters in one of those anthology yeah. movies. Or maybe they'll do a, a Boba Fett movie yeah. and one of the side characters will really catch on and that will end up being something, you know? I like that, yeah. that that you get have enough of that going on, that maybe they'll have a big churning ball and you can pull and every once in a while gold nuggets will shoot out of it, and yeah. you know the turds See? will drop to the bottom. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want uh like you and McGregor said that he wants to come back as Obi Wan, and I would love for them to do an in between years between old Ben Kenobi and Episode Three like Obi Wan movie like that's I yeah, would love that. Yeah, I could get on board with that. I, could get I, I don't on know why I'd make you and McGregor Obi Wan movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, why I'm on board with that and not like a young Han Solo. I don't know. I could, I could get on board with a Yoda movie. Could be very interesting. Well, and that, that, 
you know, that was an idea that I was thinking about. Like a, I mean, like another prequel. Call it, I don't fuck, I don't know, Episode Zero: Revenge of the Phantom Clones or something. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's basically this that that Sith War that basically put the Jedi and the and the Republic that basically I guess joined them together, bas- joining together so that they can fight the Sith, the Sith War. I think that you know that movie's got disco potential. I'd kind of like to see that. that well, yeah, that's like what, Tales of the Jedi. And I, I would want to see like you know there there's a group of Jedi that completely escaped Order sixty six because they weren't even a part of the Jedi Order. Um, and so like they were kind of like the hippie Jedi's that like didn't follow the rules and had like multiple padawans and could marry and stuff like that. And Obi Wan just finding them and being like, "What the hell is this place?" <laughs> Yeah. Now Disney could it, does Disney considering what's going on, what went on with like the old Republic video games as canon at all or no? I don't, I don't so think so. No. no, I think the only thing. So, I mean, they could rewrite. Is... They could rewrite potentially the whole old Republic. Everything, yeah. they could. Everything before they Episode could. One, they could rewrite as yeah. much as they wanted, probably. Yeah, I, I think that one thing that we may want to at least consider is the possibility that they may actually reboot the prequels at some point. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's one of those things where if you really don't want to touch on it, you it don't have to. It would be a civil to. war in the fan. Well, the good thing about, uh, the thing about it is now is they don't have to do anything like that, really, because they just have a whole yeah. universe to play in yeah. now, and they can just sort of... Uh, I could see some sort of digital reworking of it, like a la the special editions, to where they bring some of the the effects up to up to snuff. They bring the actors back in to do ADR over <laughs> under a real director. Oh uh, yeah, Ford's uh, kid does ADR for him now. Sometimes he did him for the uh, the final cut of Blade. Maybe Runner. we should all maybe we should get everybody on Two True Freaks and we'll invest in lottery tickets. We'll every <laughs> every month get lottery tickets and if we hit it. Then we'll do our own fan edit, and we'll have enough money to hire all the actors and ADR decent performances. There you go. Almost any kid. Chris will make this happen, because I remember a conversation from, like, four years ago with Chris was like, you know, if we get everybody to put in so much money, we could have a Star Trek Enterprise in, like, 20 years. I remember (laughs) that conversation with Chris. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Look, if I do hit for the lottery, I'm buying the Magnum P.I. house that Andy Leyland mentioned, and we can all just potty there. It'll be no, awesome. My, I'm paying off my college loans, is, thanks. Is I gotta figure out... I just want the Magnum P.I. shorts. I gotta figure Ooh. out how <laughs> charities work and, and, like, and, like, Elks Clubs work, because I've really gotta get the Illuminati Lodges going to where, you know, every town has an Illuminati Lodge in it, where... The lodge would be where you could go to drink and play video games and watch movies and read comic books. But there would be a lodge and a library, and the library would be for, you know, for the public. For the underground lair. No, no, that's where, well, there might be, yeah, there'll be sealed rooms and stuff in there. But it was it's mostly for the public to get the kids the science fiction books and, yeah. and you know, take them to the museum and stuff like that. And then the, the lodge is basically a good, is just a, a big you know, nerd cave. For yeah, yeah. yeah, only the adults are allowed to play video games. Right, the kids and then, and then like all good, kids must read. Like all good Masonic temples, underneath all that, all the the nerds have. You know, your thirty-three degree Illuminerdies who that those are the ones who'd be actively involved in getting the Enterprise up and running. 
20 years. Hmm. Not the not the full Star Trek Enterprise, but you could get something called the Enterprise warping around. That's what I. <laughs> Speaking so of warping like around, the ass to Mars. Like USS Hood or something. Right? Should we warp this to the uh, final thought? Yeah, I think we've gotten about just uh, just as as much as we're gonna get out, squeeze out of this two and a half minute trailer, less than two and a half minute trailer. All right, um, I'm gonna go with the order of people on my. Skype. So, Chris Tyler, once again, you are first with your final thoughts. <laughs> My final thoughts are it's Star Wars. I'm excited. I feel very childlike about it. If it sucks, it sucks. I'm still going to go in uh, hoping for the best. Uh, what I've seen so far looks like I will probably enjoy it, but I'm an easy mark for a lot of this mm. stuff. And, uh, you know, just. Uh, Bring on the uh, bring on the action! I'm ready. Yup, nub. I just realized <laughs> I've got the nerds on film reunion right next to me because Dave Atterbury's sitting right next to you on the. Ah, uh, you know it. You know, and, and I'm right there with Chris. That's that's pretty much my feelings too. I'm, I'm a really easy mark for this. Um, this reminds me a lot of the run up to episode one, and. Uh, and I'm okay with that. Like, I, I'm not worried about getting burned again. I think a lot of it for me, it's just my kids really are fan in the flames of excitement for me with this and that just anticipation. And so I've just decided, what the hey, I'm just going to be excited. I'm, I'm not going to about it. You know, I'll, I'll nitpick it to death later once I've seen it. There'll be plenty of time for that. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you know that's yep. going to happen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason, you're next. So, you know, just uh, obviously hoping hoping for the best, hoping for, uh, you know, in my book, I mean, it's all, I'd like to see, you know, tons of lightsaber stuff and, you know, the night stuff we were talking about at the beginning. And, you know, I was hoping for good stuff. I mean, my, my daughter's four going on five. And uh, um, as some of you know, you know, uh, she's she's seen aliens and the thing, but she's never seen Star Wars yet. So we're gonna show her those, and hopefully, if this is all good, we'll get her to, you know into this too. But um, you know, I'm just kind of happy that uh, uh, my daughter is able to be, you know, hopefully this will be something that she gets into because she has a few friends that are into it as well. All right, Scott, you're next. Uh, it's a line from Django. You have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Uh, hell yes, <laughs> they've got my attention. Uh, I've been intrigued by what I, you know, what I know about the plot and everything isn't exactly what I wanted to see in new Star Wars movies, but I don't get to write those checks. So I'm going to take what they give me, and I like what they gave me today quite a bit. And I'm going to go back and watch it a couple more times and play some Star Wars Battlefront beta. Uh. <laughs> Trentus Magnus, you are next, sir. I'm not trying to ruin things for anybody else. If you're looking forward to this movie, you know, more power to you. Hope you guys enjoy it. But uh, I'll be honest with you. I have a bad feeling about this. I, Ooh, I, I'm, ex- I'm extremely Sweet. nervous about uh, the shape of things. I mean, I'm not overly invested in this movie. So, you know, even if it's a disappointment, it's not like I'm going to take it all that personal. Like Superman Returns. That was a, a crusher, huh? Yeah, but uh, this uh, this movie could uh, suck so bad it's got its own event horizon. I'll sleep fine <laughs> later that night. <laughs> All right, hope you are next. 
You know, I was really young to remember a lot of the hype of the prequels. Um, so this year has been just so much fun for me because I'm actually for the for the first time like really getting excited for a Star Wars movie because the prequels came out and I was like seven. So I just don't remember it. So I just I've been really enjoying this year. I've just enjoyed being seeing this fandom come alive and just being part of this for really the first time in my life that I can remember. I mean, and there's there's things I want to know and I have theories and I just I I just I can't wait. December can't come fast enough. Like, oh, can't wait. All right, Chris Honeywell, you are last because you are in the name Two True Freaks. Why, thank you. <laughs> Chris, what are your final thoughts? <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> There's I, there's a there's a battle there's a battle between the the Chris Tyler in me and the Trentus Magnus in me that <laughs> that like and and now I'm what I, 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 I enjoyed the I saw I watched episode one like five times in the first two days that it came out so Good there you God. go yeah oh yeah I went to a midnight Same show here. got yeah. out of the yeah, midnight show. <laughs> And we sped across town to the theater with the real loudspeakers to see it again for like a 2.30 a.m. showing. And uh, so I now I definitely see the <laughs> the problems with the with the prequels, but I can still enjoy them. I can still sit down and watch them anytime and enjoy them. And there's there's certain concentrated spots of Star Wars in them and then there's certain even some of the parts that don't work have charmed me over the years maybe by even if it was just by repetition but um you mean brainwashing yeah yeah well whatever whatever works man I read an article that if you go and watching them knowing they're bad, they're actually good. I mean, if I mean if if if, if it's brainwashing, then there's a lot of then the original Star Wars is more powerful, but yeah. you know. But then there's stuff like Stripes. <laughs> I've got Stripes brainwashed into me. Um, but it's, well, let's face it, though. I mean, in the prequels, they're not exactly the room level bad, you know. No, no, <laughs> no. They 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 do not tear me apart. But <laughs> you, you didn't say that right. No, I know. Yeah, it's hot. You it was moved your mouth too it much. It was a super meta joke. Don't worry about I was, it. I I was doing bad acting. I was doing better acting, which is bad acting of bad acting. See, so it was a triple layer of bad acting. Whoa. But um, there's the. I mean, there's part of me that unabashedly, when I see this new stuff, just gets all hyped up. But then there's the other part of me that's saying like, don't do it. Don't get, don't get too wound up because you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, and you know, it's that goddamn Star Trek movie because I just really, I really hated that movie and put yeah, some personal yeah. mojo towards JJ Abrams. And I don't like yeah. his smirking face. And, um, <laughs> and he smells like poop and he eats poop too. That's what I heard. And, um, <laughs> But, you know, at the same time, I've seen other signs that it could be okay, that he could do a good movie. So there's like this cynical me that's got my um, inner child trapped in a little room right now with a little chain around its neck. You can hear him. Your deflector feet. You can hear him shields are up. Inside. But I'm waiting. And only Michael Jackson. Yeah, but when. 
Is anybody? <laughs> it's a secret room at the end of a hallway. Um... <laughs> oh, God. Dude, this is getting creepier all the time. <laughs> but has anybody seen the obscure rock and roll movie Get Crazy? When they, I when they bring the punk that. rock singer Piggy out. And they pull him out of the trunk of the car with his chains around his neck, and then it's time for him to perform, and they let loose the chain on his neck. Or in Fury Road, when Max finally gets the the chain unhooked from his neck in the sandstorm and can now start kicking people's asses. That's what's going to happen opening night for me. <laughs> it's yeah. opening night, whatever fears or whatever I have, if it happens, I'll deal with it afterwards. But as soon as I walk into that movie theater, I'm just mm-hmm. opening the do- that secret door and I'm just going to like clip, take the clip off the neck and just be like, here you go, man. Here's some Jolt Cola and some uh, some popcorn and some pop, you know, some sugar, sugar candy. Go to town. And I know I'm at least going to get one blast from a long time ago the galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah. I'm told my mustache actually disappears. Yeah, um. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lose any more hair. Don't talk about that. Yeah, ditto, yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe it'll be so good I actually grow a beard. <laughs> It just like infuses me. That's so good. I get like a Duck Dynasty beard going. I'm looking. I keep going. I like what this is going. All I get is balls and beards. Balls and beards. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to Two True Freaks. That'll be the clickbait title of it. Two True Freaks Star Wars Episode Seven trailer for action. Balls and beards. balls and beards. <laughs> you won't believe what Honeywell said. About you won't believe. <laughs> <laughs> If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, Two True Freaks gets a little cut of what you buy, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the Two True Freaks at the same time. Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks.
we were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this. 